2: David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be.
1: We sure are, and you know we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and all those amazing relationships, and hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because...
2: Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. Now, one of our main goals on the show, The Sexy Lifestyle, and our new network, is to promote the ideal of normalizing conversations about sex in our everyday lives. We all need to shift away from those old taboos surrounding sex and accept the fact that we are sexual people. Humans are sexual beings, and it's okay to talk about
1: sex. I love talking about sex. I love doing sex, too. All day long. All day long. How often do you think men think about sex?
2: Well, you think about sex all day long.
1: Like once a minute, once an hour?
2: Oh, I think not not quite as much as that, but yeah, you well, do work too.
1: Well, anyways, you know, we've noticed in our relationship, the more we talk about sex, the more we talk about sex, and of course, the more we have sex and great sex. And we all need to normalize those conversations about sex and sexuality and be able to share our sexual feelings, ideas, opinions, and experiences with each other. And that's what makes a strong couple.
2: Absolutely.
1: All right, let's get on to the show. So are you curious about consensual non-monogamy? Wow, those are big words. Normally, I don't do words over six letters. And do you want to know more about how it works? Maybe you've been thinking about doing a little exploration into the swinging lifestyle, but you're worried about being judged or shamed.
2: Well, on today's episode, Modern Swingers, we're going to explore a new show that's launching on the Sexy Lifestyle uh, Network talking about sexuality and the swinger lifestyle. And if you're looking for a fresh perspective on modern-day relationships, relationships that will help you understand the dynamics created with open and honest dialogue and a full expression of your wants and needs to create stronger and more connected relationships with yourself and your partners then you're going to love this great new show.
1: Absolutely and we're going to have an amazing sexy fun naughty show with our guests today so get ready for some inside information about the underground world of the modern swinging lifestyle.
2: And before we get started we just want to take a minute and remind everyone about our network sponsors now our sponsors are our business partners we've handpicked our network sponsors to bring you products and services that can improve your sex life your love life and your life in general
1: yep and all our sponsors are big supporters of the sexy lifestyle network and all our amazing hosts and we couldn't do it without them they're here to help us achieve our goal of bringing credible and reliable information about sex and sexuality and relationships all into one platform for everyone to be able to access. So please support them as they support us all to make this world a happier, healthier, and hornier place for us to all thrive and have great sex together. Mm-hmm. I love having great sex. That's why we're swingers. Yeah.
2: Okay. But we're not all. We're not going to have great sex with the whole world. We can try. No, that's too much. All right. Just with all our swinger friends. Just a friends. few. That's all good. we got lots of swinger friends. So this segment of our show is sponsored by Womanizer, for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms than any other pleasure product. Womanizer is one of the most advanced sex tech devices, and it's different because of its touchless air technology. The soft head of the Womanizer surrounds the head of the clitoris and stimulates it in a sucking motion. It actually feels like you're having oral sex, and it can make you climax quickly, Or slowly, if you prefer, with single or multiple orgasms.
1: So, if you want stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms like Carol has on a daily basis, we have some Womanizers to give away. And once you've tried this amazing device, you're going to wish you had discovered it sooner. So, if you want to win one of them, send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com with Womanizer in the subject line. All right. Enough of the commercials. Let's get on with the show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David.
2: And we're so excited to be introducing our guests, Tara and James from Sex Uninterrupted. They're a 30-something couple sharing their experiences and expertise about consensual non-monogamy to help bring a fresh perspective to relationships, sex, and sexuality as they host their own show right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network called Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James.
1: Well, you've already said who they are, so Tara and James, welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle, and thanks for taking time out of your busy evening to join us.
3: Thank you, you guys. It's such a pleasure always being on your show.
1: Yeah, thanks for having us on again.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we really enjoyed well, chatting with you in the, um,
4: at Naughty in
1: Norley. Last times we were face-to-face with uh, Tara and James at Naughty in New Orleans. It was later in the evening, and I think James had had a couple of drinks earlier on in the day like everybody else has there. What what do you think, James?
4: Oh, I was a little intoxicated,
1: but you know, it did make for some great conversation. It did, And, and, and Tara, if I can remember correctly, you were on a high because you were coming back from one of the bars on Bourbon Street where you were dancing topless.
3: Yes, that's correct. <laughs> but, and,
1: and you had said that was one of your like most amazing experiences being out in public, let alone Bourbon Street, with your titty showing.
3: Oh, I know it was such a freeing
4: experience.
1: Now, when you guys got I home, dream
4: about it daily. <laughs> when you guys got
1: home, did you guys talk about it? Did you do the replay?
4: Oh yeah. Well, we when we got back, well, we were actually like the. I think we were like four days in and we were sitting there in the morning like, oh, we should start writing all this stuff down of everything we had done to like put it back out on the podcast. And we were sitting there and we were like recording all this stuff and we had to do it like – it took us like probably a good solid like hour just to get through the first four days of everything we had done because it was so, so amazing.
3: But
2: busy. But so busy. And that was your first uh, experience at Naughty and Narlene. So I'm sure you have some great memories.
3: Oh, fascinating. Some of the best.
4: And it's like it's so great to when we got back to share them on our podcast about all the things we did and all of the kind of we did offer some tips and tricks because obviously our first time there, it was like, you know, you're kind of walking in a little blind and yeah. One of the biggest things that we could ever recommend is get there Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> the Wednesday lineups
1: were ridiculous. And yeah. wait, and wait till you go back next year. Um, I think Naughty in Orleans is July twenty fourth to 29th next year, two thousand and nineteen, and you will yeah. be able to enjoy it even more because you'll you'll know the people, you'll know what's going on, and we invite everybody to join us. Uh, Tara and James, uh, Taylor Sparks, who also has her show, Sisters of Sexuality, Jamal and Polly Rick, who have the show, The Do- Everything Sexy Show. We're all going to be at Naughty in Orleans, Dr. This Nancy year. and Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce. It's just amazing how we're all going to be there because it is the event of the year. The largest um, open minded sexual freedom um, conference in the world is going to be over 2,500 people. So go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, and book your rooms quickly. Yeah, so, because the
2: main hotel sells out quickly.
1: It does. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, but Carol's poking me because she wants to get on with the show. So <laughs> go on, babe.
2: Well, like we mentioned in the opener, the theme today of today's episode is all about modern relationships that are out of the box, and the swinger lifestyle is one of the alternative lifestyles that's growing in par popularity, and yet it still lacks a lot of the understanding that's needed for open acceptance by society to be recognized as a valid or normal way of living.
1: Right, and we're so excited to have a new show on our network that's dedicated to opening up discussion about the swinging lifestyle, which is going to help others understand and hopefully help them reverse some of the stigma surrounding what it is to be a swinger. So, our young swingers, or modern swingers, Tara and James, are going to be hosting a super sexy show sharing their experiences, and they've had lots, we were just talking about Nadia in Orleans, and knowledge all about the lifestyle. All right, guys, we've done enough talking, let's get started, and let's, get, let's let everybody know a little bit about who you are, where you've been, what you've done, so let's start with, how did you get into the lifestyle?
3: <laughs>
1: it's interesting. Well, we um, both
3: have separate stories.
1: Yeah, we both have separate stories, and
4: we both kind of got into it in two different of ways. Um, I got introduced to it through cuckolding and hotwifing. Um, I was the third adding into to those situations. And Tara.
3: I, I kind of found out about it through a guy I was dating. He was 11 years older than me and um he would take me to parties that weren't necessarily swinger parties but it was very free like there'd be uh floggers and people would be kind of kissing each other but it, there was never any um like hard swapping right
4: mm-hmm. right yeah and so but then when we got together our initial when we first got together we were fuck buddies
3: which we met at work. We did not meet through the lifestyle. You guys yeah, were, we fucking, you were fucking
1: lifestyle. at work? Can I get a job there? Yeah. Oh,
4: yeah. <laughs> well, we were actually placed we were in naughty. this <laughs> tiny little room. And we were fuck buddies for like a year and a half because I was going through stuff in like my re- other relationships and stuff like that. And Tara had just broken up with that boyfriend that she just talked about. And so we kind of started meshing together and we realized that sex was great.
1: Well, yeah, sex that's was always really, a, and yeah. how old were you at the time? Twenty six. Good on you. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's a fun way to get into it. Twenty five. So Mid-20s. when you guys yeah. got together, you were fuck buddies at first, and then together you discovered what is the real
3: lifestyle situation.
2: Doing
4: it as a couple. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. even as fuck buddies, we had situations that were, I guess, swinger esque.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I would pick up girls from the bar when we went out, mm-hmm.
4: and, and we'd have like threesomes and fivesomes with my roommates, and. <laughs>
2: But did you realize you were in a lifestyle community, and that there was a community out there that um,
4: that uh, lives t- this
3: way every day? When we were together, yeah.
4: Together, yeah. We started trying to find our community, but we had come to the realization that there are people out there that are like us.
3: I think it was really hard for people to take us seriously in the swinger community as well, because we put on our profiles that we were just friends with benefits. And a lot of people weren't interested in playing with people that weren't committed to each other.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, right. Because I mean, Carol and I have been swingers for uh, 10, oh, 11 10 years, years now. And um, absolutely in the lifestyle, uh, you find strong, loving couples who are in real relationships. So I, I get why some of the um, seasoned swingers would look at you guys and say, ah, oh, they're just in it for a fuck.
3: Yeah pretty much and not and and not wanting
2: really to different. sorry i didn't mean to not wanting to no. get any drama
4: yeah basically exactly. trying to avoid the drama well and that kind of comes with experience right like mm-hmm. when you get you gain experience you start to realize that some of that drama and shit because you don't have those jealousy fits or those jealousy moments where you start getting angry it kind of kind of flows a little bit easier when you are experienced but i also we also kind of look at it going like we were still very, like, much connected to each other. Yeah. So it wasn't like, you know, we don't like to look down upon anybody. No, no
3: judging. We talked very openly with one another, and I think because we didn't put our relationship into the box that most relationships fit into when they first start out, we were able to navigate the lifestyle easier once we decided to become a couple in an actual relationship
1: absolutely and and we saw immediately that you guys are great communicators that's why we we wanted you on our sexy lifestyle uh, network because you do communicate well for for um, a couple who's in their 30s um, who are going through you know building their careers and their jobs, and we'll, we'll get into how you guys are, are actually creating a, a business in the, the swinging lifestyle a little bit later, but the way you guys speak, your podcasts, um, you guys um, had your first show last week on our network, and it was done fantastic, and I, I can't wait to hear your 10th and 20th show, because Carol and I know coming up on our 100th show, listening to our first show, <laughs> oh my God, it was so... Um, not great back then and uh, the way you you get to interview guests and everything going forward is going to just get bigger and bigger and bigger so I'm going to ask you guys a little bit about your show Um, what are you going to talk about and what type of guests you're going to have on it
4: we're going to have guests from all walks of life that promote sex sexuality non-traditional relationships non-monogamy Uh, kink Um, we're interested in people who are also like who host websites that tailor towards our sort of community our tribe Mm -hmm. we're going to talk with
3: I think just influencers getting getting a few different perspectives of what the lifestyle is and the different topics that you can talk about because I mean you can really there's endless information out there
4: yeah nowadays it's
3: growing so quickly that there's it's easy to almost suffocate in the information and just i think having a place where where if you can align with us and what we have to say this is like the hub for them well that that's thing.
1: that's one of the main um visions we had with our sexy lifestyle website is to bring credible information all in one place and I'm glad you guys said that because your shows are going to bring credible guests and credible shows all to our network go ahead babe Mm -hmm.
2: so I was just going to ask you that I know it's important for you to be out there and talk you guys are open in the lifestyle you do your podcast you write your blogs you do all of that but why is it that you want to tell the world about your swinger lifestyle
3: I think for us it's I didn't have this sort of messaging when I was younger, especially in my early 20s. And I really wish that I had like a, a blog or a podcast or any sort of information surrounding uh, woman empowerment, especially with their sexuality, because I think a lot of things would have went differently in my life. And uh, I probably would have experienced being a unicorn in the lifestyle. but. There was just no information out there when I was 18, 19, 20, 21. And I just thought the only way I could have good regular sex was by having a boyfriend and being in a relationship that maybe wasn't the best for me.
2: Yeah, and if you'd had more information, you might have chosen differently is what you're saying.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And so that's kind of why we share our life is to show that this is a possible relationship that you can have and
4: at any age right at like, any
3: age right. and that's why we show different perspectives of the lifestyle too you know interview somebody from young swingers week but we'll also introduce interview someone from spark erotic and we really want to show that this lifestyle is for anyone and you can design it yourself and that's, how you'd like. Absolutely. That's
2: wonderful. So I think it's time for a little quick break. We're, going, we're having a great time getting to know Tara and James a little bit better and all about their journey that's brought them to this point in their careers, launching their new show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network called Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James.
1: I love it. All right, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carl and David, and after this short break, we'll be back with more amazing stories and information with our new hosts, Tyron and James from Sex Uninterrupted. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you
0: ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, The Radio Show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at Carolandavid.com. and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show.
1: This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and today we're having a great discussion with Tara and James, hosts of Sex Uninterrupted on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And now we're going to get into... What makes swinging such an underground way of life?
2: On their first episode of Sex Uninterrupted on the Sexy Lifestyle Network earlier this month, Tara and James talked a lot about their views on the swinging lifestyle. I loved how they described non-swingers or vanilla people as muggles, like on Harry
1: Potter. Hang on a second. Okay, I did that, like, on our first show. I I think they copied me. I'm going to charge them royalties. Hey,
2: you you interrupted (laughs) me because the next part of the sentence is the most important part is because they call them muggles because muggles don't understand the magical world just like vanillas don't understand the swinger world you never talked about the magical world of the swinging lifestyle fine, david fine, fine. <laughs> he's giving never you that one for right. sure she's always
1: right it's <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> anyway as- <laughs> idea <laughs> So as swingers ourselves, we absolutely agree with the parallel because, you know, it's so hard to imagine such a world, a community, a village that, that is so open and honest and free and that accepts consensual non-monogamy as a normal way of expressing our sexuality, you know, where everybody is happy and ready for great sex or whatever they want to do. Now... Before we get into really swinging, you guys have a little twist on your show. And now um, we all know that on October 17th, uh, marijuana was legalized in Canada. Why don't we talk? (laughs) Legalization day! Yes. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about how weed, marijuana, drugs um, are going to play into uh, some of the uh, segments of your show and how it plays into the lifestyle in general.
3: Yeah, let's talk about that.
4: <laughs> um, well, we are really excited about Legalization Day. We are both medical patients, so for us, it's kind of uh, like it is what it is. We still get medical-grade cannabis for us with our, I guess, our conditions. We can write it off <laughs> on our
3: health spending account.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been actually really good for us because now we're getting it from a legitimate source. Um, we always, you know, and for us, I think that marijuana has a big part in both of our lives I started smoking probably when I was around 21
3: which they actually recommend if you're a male not to start smoking or using cannabis until you're 25 Mm
4: -hmm. which is mean like they mean regular use try like you can try it we're not saying don't try it but the reason
3: because your frontal lobe of your brain has not finished developing and it can really impact the development of your brain
2: i wish someone would tell that to my kids
3: (laughs) well just have them watch like a few youtube videos about it Mm -hmm. but like, I didn't know that either, and I probably was not a regular user until I was about 24, 25, so I didn't know that.
4: <laughs> yeah. I played sports mostly, and I always wanted the thought that, like, you know, you get drug tested and piss tested for sports in the upper levels, and, you know, I tried to stay away from it until I realized that how great of a drug it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, how does it affect your sex life and your swinging life?
3: Oh, I think that for me, it definitely decreases the anxiety. There's actually products on the market now that are like cannabis-infused lube, Mm -hmm. and you can get your pussy high, basically, Mm -hmm. and what it does is really relaxes the muscles down there, so if you have a lot of anxiety or if you've suffered from sexual abuse, it's a really good way to relax yourself and get in the mood and get in the moment and be more present with yourself, your body, and your lover at the same time.
1: So you know, we we talk all the time. People ask us all the time how drugs and alcohol play into the swinging lifestyle. You know, we love mm-hmm. orgies, foursomes, and morsims, and we're always talking about how we don't see people who are shit-faced drunk because they just wouldn't be accepted. They wouldn't be able to participate in having great sex in an orgy. And
2: performance just doesn't work very well when you're drunk.
1: Now, we go to Hedo often and uh, we're actually going uh, with Young Swingers Week uh, with Brett and his gang. And even at Hedo in Jamaica, where people have lots of access to the ganja there, uh, we don't see people like super high where they're like almost floating on on air. So do you balance that um, good fun feeling with not getting high like people don't get drunk
4: well i think that we also do a lot of research and the medical grade cannabis that we receive from our producers is all labeled appropriately with the percentages of thc to cbd content which for us gives you a better understanding of like when what you what, get. yeah what high you're going to get as well as what kind of times you should be using it usually you would want to smoke like a higher cbd weed during the day
3: because that- thc is a psychoactive that's what makes you feel high so if you're smoking a strain that's particularly high in thc then you'll kind of feel more of that head high and be more on the couch, I'd say. Yeah,
4: like a couch sloucher, you know what I mean?
3: And with CBD, you you don't even feel high. It actually doesn't give you any sort of feeling.
4: It of has no psychoactive properties, which is great for like pain, Um, but it also is like a great daytime weed, so you can kind of still do stuff as well as, you know. Feel
3: relaxed, at ease, calm in your body. And also you shouldn't be mixing um cannabis and alcohol really because you can green out pretty quickly and that's you know if you're going to do one don't do the other or if you're going to do both like i would recommend not like only having one or two drinks and um save yeah. yourself there's always
4: that there's a added saying that everybody says like you know you can you can smoke weed and then get drunk you can smoke weed while getting drunk but you can never get drunk and smoke weed. It's always a recipe for disaster. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I did have a question about your medical prescription. Does it tell you exactly how much C B D and THC variants you guys should have? You order it accordingly, or how does that work?
4: Well the like it's all now like that's the one thing that we find about the cannabis industry that science has taken over on so many aspects of this now and they can actually tell you the exact percentages like on a on a small fluctuation base the exact percentages of your thc and cbd content so for like tara tara can go and get a percentage of weed that's four percent thc and ten percent cbd now, that's a great daytime weed because it has less of the psychoactive and more of just like the CBD, which is cannabidiol, which actually helps with anxiety, pain, inflammation. Uh, inflammation. It's kind of good for that stuff. So there, everything is all mapped out perfectly for us because it's like we can go and get the nighttime weed, which is like a 25% THC, which is like put you to sleep weed. Yeah. And then we have all of that all- all written on our labels. All the yeah. labels have the exact percentages of each THC to CBD content. So, are
2: you, oh, Sorry, qu- the question is, are you allowed to buy whichever kind you want or your prescription says specifically what you have to buy?
3: No, we can purchase whatever we oh, feel okay. is right. What they actually recommend you do is keep uh, a cannabis journal mm-hmm. and keep track of how you feel on it. And also um, for women, they say to be aware of your the cycle in your menstrual cycle. Because when your estrogen levels are lower, your tolerance is higher. So right before your period, your estrogen levels are quite low, so you can get tolerate high uh-huh. a lot of weed. Oh, yes, and right. then when you're during your period and right after, they're really high your estrogen levels, so you can be really
1: sensitive to it as well. Cool. And do you find that the swinger parties that you go to, the majority of people do smoke up because Um, In in our age group with the more, um, we'll call it 45 and older crowd, we don't see it as much. And as the lifestyle is getting younger and younger, and we're going to talk about that in our last segment of our show, do you find younger people are coming in and they need a bit of that weed to be able to cross that line where, you know, sexuality is a little different than they were brought up for it to be?
3: I would have to say that it's, I'd say about 50, 50. Mm
1: -hmm. I'd say about 50%.
3: And if somebody is smoking, I find it happens less at parties and more when it's just like us with like another couple Mm. or two other couples, then we'll smoke weed. Um, Usually if somebody doesn't want to drink, that's something they will do instead. And they like to smoke cannabis because they don't lose control. They don't... um,
4: There's no memory loss. There's no no memory
3: loss. There's no issues like blurred lines with consent they find. A lot of people who... Um, don't go to good places when they drink, prefer to use mm-hmm. cannabis instead. And that way they're still part of the party, still feeling good, but um, in control too.
4: But like, a, and there are lots of people that from every age range that are smoking pot now. I know some of my friends' moms that all have like, <laughs> You know, have all have their prescriptions, and you know, we were we were just at an event, and pretty much everybody they always come to us, and be like, hey, do you want to go outside for a joint? And you want to go outside for a joint? And for us, it's like all these different people from all different age ranges. I think everybody's, especially here in Canada now, I think everybody's gonna start experimenting with it. Mm-hmm. The reason why I think, because of the medical properties within the cannabis plant, are so vast, but there hasn't been any enough testing on it um, because it hasn't been legal in some of the major places like the United States. Um, they haven't had in the medical, the medical testing. So once it becomes legal here in Canada, there'll be so many more avenues to actually find out the real medical properties of the marijuana plant. So I think it's going to, I think it's going to grow exponentially after this, just because of the amount of uh, testing and actual research. things research that they can start doing with this plant.
2: Mm-hmm. I just have one question: Does cannabis also give the similar type of um, performance issues that for men, like alcohol?
4: Not for me. No, Good. it gets me hornier and harder. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: absolutely.
4: there's some. There is some great, great sex weed.
3: Yeah,
4: like we got one that's called Pink Kush, and some people swear by it to like smoke a little bit before you go have sex, and it makes sex feel ten times better. Oh yeah.
1: Alright, so now that we're on the sex subject again and we're away from, you know, the medical, which was great information, um, I want to get back into swinging and, you know, you guys being modern swingers and young swingers, and why do you think younger people are getting into opening up their relationships or exploring their sexuality? Um, Carol and I have been seeing it get younger and younger for the last 10 years, but I'd like to hear it from you, you guys, and um, in, in your perspective. Uh,
3: the internet. And social media. I think that's like the biggest reason why there's more people, more younger couples interested in opening up their relationship.
4: Well, and I think now too, there's more, way more information. Like when we started, uh, when we were like 25, when I first started, when I was like 19, 20 in these cock holding relationships, I had no idea what swinging was I had no idea that cuckolding and hot wiping, I was just on the internet looking to fuck somebody's wife that's all I wanted to do mm-hmm. Like, and I just wanted to be used as a tool and mm-hmm. send on my way I was just a horny 20 year old and I think that with the advancements in like uh, technology one the internet and now the amount of podcasts and radio shows and like,
3: education
4: and education all of this stuff is bringing more to light what people thought was so taboo
3: and education in the school system, too. I know lots of my friends' kids are probably in, you know, grades one to six. And the kids are coming home and they're like, I learned, like, what a lesbian is, what pansexual is. and. These parents are like, oh, my God, like, I certainly didn't learn that. Well, that's all good
2: stuff. Everybody needs to know those things. It's nice to know that their school system is adding that into the curriculum. That's wonderful.
1: And what do you think is the number one reason that the younger people are starting to swing?
4: I think they've been doing it all along. I just didn't think they knew they had a community that was like like this.
2: Mm, you think they're yeah. more open, so they're doing it kind of like what you guys were doing without even realizing it, and you think that a lot of people are having this similar type of experience.
3: Yeah, definitely. I think, like, even looking back to, like, when I was in in high school, like, me and the girls were pretty flirty together. I mean, it was it's always there, but it was never um, okay and never really talked about. And I think now that sexuality is becoming such a predominant conversation in society, it's just going to continue to grow as people learn that it's okay.
4: The growth of like all these non-traditional relationships like polyamory and bisexuality and all these like sometimes three-way relationships or people who are in couples that are completely monogamous with another couple. Like Mm -hmm. we have some friends that are like that. And it's, I think the growth of it now is just becoming, people are realizing that there's like, there's a name for it or there's a.
3: And also I don't think swingers are, are fitting into a box as much Mm -hmm. as what they used to Mm -hmm. as well. Because we had couples who were uh, in the lifestyle probably six, seven years ago, and they didn't, she didn't swap, she didn't sleep with anyone, and that was almost taboo Mm -hmm. in the lifestyle. People didn't like that. Yes. I'm losing my voice.
4: But yes, it's been an, I think it's been an evolution, even like since we started, the amount of, I think, just the amount of information that's out there now. And I think that people are just gravitating towards all these like, like my one one of my muggle friends said to me one day he said when i was telling him about the lifestyle and you know sex interrupted and all those sorts of things that we were doing he was like do you know that there's some people that search their whole lives trying to find a tribe like do you know the people that look all over the world to try to find people that are like open-minded like they are i think it's such a growth period that People are just looking to find those people that they can connect with, that they can jive with, that everything. They can be
3: themselves around.
4: Absolutely. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, I think that's absolutely true because we are hardwired to be connected to other people. I think it's a great time to take a quick break here. And we've been having an amazing discussion with Tara and James all about young swingers and how cannabis has been infiltrating sexual activity in general, but also in the swinging community. And at the same time, we're getting to know Tara and James a little bit better and the wealth of knowledge that they have about the swinger lifestyle not to mention the cannabis lifestyle which of course david and i know nothing about so we're just listening with open ears here as host of their new show sex uninterrupted tara and james will be sharing a lot more of their sexy fun experiences with all of us
1: all right you guys hang on we're going to remind everyone this is the sexy lifestyle we are carol and david and after this short break we're going to get into some sexy myth busting with tara and james all about guess what swinging swinging stay tuned Tune in to talk about sex and sexuality from a man's point of view. The Everything Sexy Show is direct, open, and uncensored discussions, ranging from open relationships to kink, sex parties, and self-love. Hosted by Jamal and Polyrick, they'll answer your questions, discuss topics you're curious about, and provide a safe forum for perverted and provocative discussions you just won't get anywhere else. Check it out. It never hurts to listen. Everything Sexy, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
0: You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at Carolandavid.com. and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show.
1: This is the Sexy Lifestyle, we are Carol and David, and today we're having a great discussion with Tyron James, hosts of Sex Uninterrupted on the Sexy Lifestyle Network, and now it's time for some of our sexy myth-busting all about the swinging lifestyle.
2: Each show, we invite our sexpert guests to bust a few sexy fun myths that help us filter through that misinformation that we find out there on the internet, especially when it comes to topics related to sex, sexuality, relationships, and swinging. Should we dive right in with myth number one? Absolutely. Couples swing because their marriage is in trouble.
3: Uh, I would have to say false. False.
4: False. Well, people attempt to, it's like kind of like a true false. I think a lot of people try to get into the lifestyle thinking that it's going to solve their problems when they really shouldn't and they should focus on their relationship first before anything
3: and building a strong foundation before yeah. getting Yeah. And and how fed. do
1: how do young people do that? I mean, you can't be in a 25-year marriage if you're only 25 years old.
3: Definitely. And that's like what we did and I think starting with the open communication, understanding what you want sexually, understanding what you want in the lifestyle, also learning how to say no, I think all of those things establish themselves to building your foundation as a couple going into the the lifestyle
1: cool and i'm gonna go sideways as i always do in myth busting um tara do you find um at you know in the young swingers um your age is it the girl driving it because that's what we see in the more mature swingers
3: you know what i think in most cases it's the woman driving it just like from what I experience on Instagram, a lot of times I have women w- messaging me wanting to explore more and don't really know how to
4: go about it. Good. I'm glad to hear the that. Men, well, from the men's side, it's mostly how can I convince my wife yes. that I yeah. want to do this? Mm. And it's like... If you're going to try to convince somebody, yeah. this is not the life for you.
2: Of course, people always ask me on Instagram as well, how do you, how can I convince my wife? We say I always answer you both have to want it. Sorry, that's the only way you can go into the swinging lifestyle. And
1: Tara, what you said that communication is so paramount, you both have to sit yeah. down and say your wants and your needs and you never take one for the team. So either you're both in or you're both out. And uh, we know that if the woman says yes, the boys are following. And if the woman <laughs> says no. Well, we're looking for something else, and yes. it's it's just. I'm I'm glad to hear that that's um, also being followed with the um, with the younger crowd.
3: Oh yeah, definitely, Beautiful.
1: definitely. All right, Steve. I do the next one. Okay, go for it. Swinging is cheating. Absolutely, you heathens. <laughs> 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 no, it's false. Uh,
4: I I think one of the greatest lines I ever heard was actually from uh, Bob Hannaford. Um, he was on, I don't know if it was NBC. He said swing, uh, cheaters don't tell their spouses. These people are here together.
3: Yeah. yeah. And I
4: think that with, that, you know, cheating, I find cheating is lying. Swinging is you, there is, you can't lie in, in almost the swinging world. You have to be honest, brutally honest and open.
2: Well, that's what consensual non-monogamy means, right? Cheating is not a consensual act. That's the problem with cheating.
1: And, Definitely. and we have a little um, rule on our show is that when you mention someone's name, you got to shout out to them. <laughs> so we shout out to Bob and Tess, who are the organizers of Nadia Orleans and many other events out there in the swinging community. Bob and Tess are huge supporters of the sexual freedom movement. So, Bob and Tess, keep going. We love you.
4: <laughs> yes. Myth shout out to those two. They're amazing people. They put on amazing events. They're role models in this world. All right, babe. Next myth.
2: Myth number four. Swingers will have sex with anyone and everyone.
3: False, hundred percent false.
4: <laughs> we talk about that in one of our episodes yeah. about how modern swinging is not just about having sex with every single Going person. Going out and fucking everybody.
3: No, it's about for like, especially for us. It's about building uh, intimate friendships with other people and being able to be around them in vanilla situations as well as sexual situations. And mainly we like that because it helps us have better sex with the people we invite into our bedroom too.
1: Absolutely agree. All right, I'm going to do the next myth. And it's it's really not a myth. I'm going to ask you to finish the sentence. And it goes like this. You can identify a swinger by... Dot, dot, dot. I don't think you can identify them,
3: like, appearance-wise.
4: But the black ring, I don't know. That's <laughs> it's possible. Not big in
3: Canada,
1: though. Yeah, it's not really big. I don't, I don't know, know
3: any swingers who wear a black ring. I think I, that's a
1: Cassidy I, ring, I, isn't it? I wait, know, I know how you can identify a swinger. Oh. If you go to the supermarket and they have a pineapple upside down in their grocery cart, <laughs> they're a swinger.
2: That's a for sure thing. That's
1: folklore. That started in California. That is in the 70s. <laughs>
4: Well, so, I, OK, so that was the whole concept that you just walk up to somebody that has a pineapple in their cart and they're looking for extramarital affairs.
2: That's uh, yeah, before the Internet, right?
4: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I don't I don't understand it. But like I think that like we were sitting in Denver when we went to Denver, uh, Colorado, it was like the first time I think we had actually ever spotted like swingers out in the wild. Like in, we knew they were the wild. How, how uh, did we were you spot with them? My, well, we were out with my mom, okay. <laughs> who was with us in Denver, going to a football game, and we had spotted these uh, two couples sitting at the uh, sitting at the bar, and we were sitting in this booth back there, and we were staring at the couple at the table at the bar and my mom was like what are these people like what are they doing over there and we looked over and we're like instantly like there were hands crossing and the girls were touching and they were changing seats and they were moving around and we're like okay totally know who they are but of course I couldn't say it to my mom because I hadn't come out to her at the time so I think a lot of like If you see a lot of hand holding and a lot of maybe a little bit of kissing back and forth, if you see that a guy kissed another girl that he didn't come with, usually that's a swing. So public
2: display (laughs) of affection. But other than that, swingers just look like normal people, right?
1: Just like everyday people. Got it. Beautiful. All right. Last myth is to you, hun. All right.
3: Swinging is for couples only. False. False. There's lots of singles. In the in the community as well, and lots of events that welcome, especially single females, into into the the venue too.
4: Yeah, I think I I I yeah, swinging is for everybody. It's not like uh, I think What do I always say? Swinging, everybody can swing, but it's not for everybody.
3: Yeah. So regardless (laughs) of your relationship status, there's there's people who are polyamorous and they're in the lifestyle as well, because that's just kind of ex- more accepted now, and they they can find partners in the lifestyle as well.
1: And we have some friends who only swing once a year, on vacation yeah. or once in a while. It's not a something yeah. that you have to do every weekend. It's whatever's good for your couple. I yeah. call them travel swingers. <laughs> Love them. We're they only see... swing
4: when they're away from home. They We're don't gonna... like they don't like the
1: attention around home. Right. We're going to see some at Hito, I'm sure. All right, guys, that was another great segment of myth busting. Thanks so much for uh, helping bust some of those myths, because we know there's tons of misinformation out there surrounding the swinging lifestyle, mostly because, you know, it's an underground community, and that's why it's so important that we open up the dialogue about the lifestyle and explain to the world the amazing aspects there are about having an open, honest, and sexually free way of living. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. We're going to ask you to stay tuned for a short break. We'll be right back with our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters.
0: Are you ready for Clint Whispering Healthy Talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Mafei, Peraza-Gadoy, and Dominique Coretzes, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at Carolandavid.com And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This portion of The Sexy Lifestyle with
2: Carol and David is sponsored by Naughty and Orleans July 24 to 28, 2019. Not in New Orleans is the largest lifestyle convention for couples in the world. With over a thousand couples, this event is not only a full takeover of one of the French Quarter's biggest hotels, it takes over Bourbon Street, too.
1: My turn. Oh, Your yeah. Turn. So join us for a five day, four night hotel takeover alternative lifestyle convention. It's a gathering of open minded couples who are all interested in exploring their sexuality while visiting one of the sexiest cities in North America new orleans
2: and for more information about this trip or any other event visit our website thesexylifestyle.com.
1: this is the sexy lifestyle we are carol and david and today we're chatting with tara and james hosts of sex uninterrupted on the sexy lifestyle network and now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because
2: well great sex matters and we all deserve it you hear us say it all the time You have to spice up your sex life in order to keep your relationship fresh, happy, healthy, and horny, right? Right. Well, there's so many ways to spice up your sex life. You can try new positions, new rooms, new toys. You can slow it down or speed it up for a quickie every now and again. I like quickies. I know you do. We do them all the time. We
1: do. But tonight we're going to have a longie.
2: Okay. (laughs) Get back to the show, honey.
1: All right, all right, all right. But the biggest thing you have to change in order to spice it up is your attitude. Open up your mind, think out of the box, and start talking about sex with your partner.
2: Consensual non-monogamy, or swinging, is one way to spice up your sex life. It's not for everyone, but for those who want to explore the magical world of swinging, we'd like to share with you how it can strengthen your couple. So Tara and James, what is your favorite lifestyle activity where you guys get to have great sex together?
4: Favorite lifestyle
2: activity? Well, you like uh, traveling, going to clubs, having friends over, house parties, hotel takeovers. There's lots of fun things you can do.
3: I think I like I I like to keep it simple. I like to just be more intimate with one or two other couples and be at a at a house, and stay in, like have a nice dinner something like that have some drinks and play music dance fuck and do you guys ever Best. host at your house
4: yeah. oh yeah oh yeah we and,
1: and who normally organizes it is it you Tara or James
3: uh I get the ball rolling mm-hmm. but James helps out and he when- decorates
1: he bakes. <laughs> cool. And once you get, have people over, like, are you the instigator? Are you pulling off the guy's pants and starting to suck his cock? Or do you get it on with the girls first? Like, how does the activity, the action get started?
4: Well, I yeah, think usually the- I'm the instigator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I always, like, one of the biggest things that I think that because Tara is bisexual mostly does start with like women on women stuff. Yeah. I think it's a very, I think that's how most of our sexual experiences with other people have been. Um, we've actually only met like, about I think like three or four women in total that weren't somewhat bicurious. curious.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, we actually met four women far that are just completely straight, All they want is the dick. What they say is they're lesbian from the waist up. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. That's very cool.
2: And do you guys have a preference of age or do you have a a group of
3: friends that are your regulars? We definitely don't have an age preference. We're probably, we are the babies Mm -hmm. of the group. Uh, And like we tend to stick with the people that we've been with before because I find that is where the good sex happens Mm -hmm. and where we can experiment and explore a little bit more of what our fantasies are but I do like the thrill of sleeping with somebody new too I mean I'm I'm a Gemini so I'm naturally curious and frisky and flirty and I I do enjoy like going on a trip and having the opportunity to play with somebody new but at home base we kind of stick with what we know
1: and I don't
4: have an age I don't have an age preference at all, me neither. Whatsoever, <laughs> I will fuck anybody, pretty much. I, I he's a horny devil. <laughs> oh, me I too. Gotta, I gotta, I, My blueprint is strictly sexual, so I am so about sex, and if it's with somebody who is forty years my senior to twenty years younger. Well, I guess okay, I there's know, legal
2: issues going on
4: about here, about too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would meant like, okay, 13 yeah. years, yeah. my younger, yeah, I, got it. I, I don't really have a preference. All right. Well, well we're going
1: to have fun with you guys next time we're on vacation. And <laughs> is do you guys play together? Like Carol and I like same room, same bed, same pile, foursomes, moresomes, get as many naked bodies together. Um, that's our preference, big preference. Yeah. What are, what is it for you guys?
3: We primarily do same room play. There's been occasions where we played in separate rooms with um, people we've trust and communicated and that with the, develop before. those relationships. But um, it's not something we really enjoy because I really experience a lot of pleasure from watching James with another woman. I get off on that, and that really helps to enhance the experience for me.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And I always like to stay connected with her.
2: Well, I and I love watching David. That's one of my favorite things as well. He's actually so freaking hot when he's fucking another girl that I just, yeah. it just turns me on like crazy.
3: Yeah, me too. Totally.
2: So if you're going to tell us about what do you think is one aspect of the lifestyle that really helps you, your couple stay stronger, what do you think that would be?
3: Decompression days. Mm. We the day after like playing mm-hmm. we like to spend a lot of time talking about what happened being more intimate more lovey and and just more connected and I think that really helps us establish the connection after hearing each other I don't know what about you James
4: uh mine is brutal honesty <laughs> and for me I had such a hard time back in my previous relationships of actually being honest about what I wanted, and I back in the day, I was a serial cheater. I cheated on all these other girlfriends until I found Tara, and I started telling her about all the things that I had done that I didn't share with anybody, and it was so liberating to be able to tell somebody and not get judgment or shame back. And that for me was like, I can be honest with somebody about everything that I want. I want to like look at that girl and be like, I want to fuck her. And like all of the things that I wanted to do back in the day, I found that one person. So being honest with her about everything and it kind of just made our relationship so much stronger because I was able to be myself more. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, we have a similar experience because when David and I first got together that was our number one rule after, you know, our marriages broke down, we actually had a lot of baggage, but I said no matter what We're going to be honest, whether you like it or don't like it or I like it or don't like it. We are not going to be hiding, keeping secrets or doing anything open and honest is the way it's going to be. And we actually built the foundation of our friendship because like you guys, we were fuck buddies when we started together. And we built our foundation also on that honest statement that we said, this is how it's going to be going forward, like it or not. There's no other way.
3: Yeah, that's great.
1: And, you know, I'm just blown away by you guys being such a young aged couple but being so mature in your relationship and I will throw out the challenge to you guys that every time you do a radio show on our network and our network is about the village, you guys need to keep preaching what you have done at such a young age to have such a strong couple and such an open sexually adventurous relationship.
3: Oh, thank you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and
1: it's, again, I think it kind of
4: came through a little bit of trial and tribulation at the start of our early 20s of where we had to navigate to get where we are now. So it's kind of interesting. Like I, As I said, I started doing this when I was 20, and I had no idea what it was until I found Tara and got to share all these things
2: yay that's so nice it's a great story that you guys have and obviously it's turned out really well for you because you have mastered that communication which is what it's all about
1: Mm -hmm. big
4: time they preach that all the time all
1: right
2: now it's time for some real advice did i say that did you say that
1: all right you did say all right. Now you're going to talk about real advice? Yes. All right, cool. Okay, <laughs> Okay, here we go. Um, uh, the Last show, last show, my microphone fell, but I didn't edit it out. If the microphone fell. <laughs> oh, fuck the microphone. I left it in because, <laughs> you know. Crash bang everything. Exactly. Oh
2: my God, he's crazy. Okay, now it's time for some real advice. What would you say would be the first step for any young couple that they should do before they start to explore consensual non-monogamy swinging, if you want to call it that?
3: Do you, want,
4: do you want to go or do you want me to? I'll, I'll go first because okay. Tara's got a good one. But for me, I think the very first step is talking about your desires and fantasies with your significant other or partners. Um, also discussing like those two things and as well talking about if you are going to be exploring it, talk about your rules and your boundaries. Um, we always say rules are never meant to be bro- broken and boundaries that can be somewhat situational, but they need to be discussed before agreeing upon in that sort of sense. We always like to take a little step aside sometimes just to reconfirm everything that's going on within us and like re refer back to our rules and our boundaries. I think those are key elements in taking that step is expressing your desires and fantasies without the fear of shame. Cause mm-hmm. you know, you can't like the one thing that we always say is you're not going to be able to determine what their reaction is going to be what they say you have to just kind of say it
1: right and i'm gonna i'm gonna add one thing to that is when you both agree to go into a different situation you can't hold it against each other you come out of it you deal with the shit you talk about it and you learn what not to do next time that you go in
2: um, that's just yep. assuming something went wrong. Usually it goes right for us because we l- learned our lessons Look, a long time ago. In 10 years,
1: I've gotten myself in a lot of shit, okay? And we've worked through it and it's created <laughs> yeah. better communication between us because you don't know what you don't know. And
2: I, I got to tell you, babe, you follow the rules these days. I've kind of forgotten better. about
1: those olden days, yes. so
2: you should leave them yes. behind. It's you. hard
1: when four <laughs> women grab you out of a room and want to fuck you and suck your cock and sit on your face yeah. and you forget to tell your wife that you <laughs> went to another room. Okay, it happens, but I've learned.
2: He, he's actually a great rule follower these days. So Tara, <laughs> we'd love to hear you broke, your take broke. on this. Sorry.
4: But yeah, Tara has got a great one. What? What do you think is the first step that people should take when getting into the swimming lifestyle?
3: Oh, I also I also preach self-love. I think mm-hmm. having love for yourself, for your body, for your soul, and for your your pussy and your cock is, is huge when you're starting out in the lifestyle. And if you're lacking that, it really can bring up a lot of negative experiences like not learning how to say no, being pressured into something you may not want to do either by your partner or somebody else, and just going outside of those rules and boundaries that you otherwise would provide yourself if you had that self-love. I
2: absolutely love that. I know that when I first started in the lifestyle, and I'm not a bisexual person, I remember seeing... Um, You're my bis- playful. Yes, absolutely. By, by selfish. I remember. My
1: selective.
4: No, but Should by I keep
1: going by situational? I can keep going. Yes, I
4: know that. But I, just, I call it. I call myself heteroflexible. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that too. You know, I'm mostly straight, but shit happens because <laughs> technically, my dick touching another dick inside the same hole
2: can happen. It's all good.
4: Kind of, it's kind of a homosexual thing. So you know, it's it is what it is, but. You know, I'm hetero heteroflexible. There you go. I'm with
1: you. I'm with you, James.
2: And I just want to get back to the fact that the first time I saw a pussy up close and personal, because, I mean, I did try it. Like I, know I said, I'm not bisexual, but I'm bi-playful. I love it. and by bi- not even bi-curious anymore. But when I was bi-curious... Because I never really took the time to look at my own pussy that when I the first time I had a chance to look at somebody else's pussy, I really made a point of going back home and looking at myself because I I actually actually didn't really have any idea that that's what I looked like. So I love the idea of this self love, getting to know yourself, getting to know your own pussy, your own cock or whatever, before you go into a situation where everyone's going to see it.
3: Exactly. And touch it and
2: play with it and love it.
1: I love pussy.
4: Mm-hmm. And one of, and one of my one bits of advice is don't get into the lifestyle if you think it's going to save your relationship.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great way. The
4: lifestyle, the lifestyle will bring to light all of the issues that you have. Yeah.
1: I think that is an amazing way to end an amazing show with two amazing people who are going to have their own amazing show called Sex Uninterrupted on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. So, Tara and James, that was absolutely amazing. Thanks so much for your great advice about the swinging lifestyle. Um it was absolutely great chatting with you and getting to know you a bit better, talking about your new show. Um I just said it was Sex Uninterrupted, but I can repeat it again and again and again because we want millions of people <laughs> to listen to it. Um take 2 seconds to tell everyone how they can reach out to you and when your show's on.
3: Uh, Our show is on. uh,
1: It's
4: on every Monday at (laughs) 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, We will be, uh, you can find us on the Sexy Lifestyle Network, um, as well as you can reach out to us at sex.uninterrupted at gmail.com. Send us an email if you want, as well as our website is sexuninterrupted.com. Tara's great with the socials, so take it away, Tara.
3: And on Instagram, we're sex dot uninterrupted twitter at sx uninterrupted and we are really we are really big on instagram active really active because a lot of the younger crowd I find is on there, so I, I get a lot of questions and share a lot of information on Instagram. Well, we're gonna and have to know. we're
1: gonna have to get some uh, uncensored pictures of you and Carol together one of these events because on our website you can put up galleries of uncensored pictures. So uh, maybe we'll move some of our followers from Instagram over to the sexylifestyle.com galleries.
3: Okay,
2: sure. Yeah, great,
4: definitely.
1: I like it.
2: And we're learning more and more every week with our fantastic sexpert guests, and we hope you do too. And remember to go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to find uh, find all our amazing expert guests and all our new hosts and our new talk show network dedicated to sexual education with 24-7 incredible information about sex, sexuality, relationships, and so much more.
1: Start your sexual evolution today, listen, learn, and live sexy.
2: And remember to sign up on SDC.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people and find out where the events are happening near you. You can use promo code 30314 for the first month free. Check it out.
1: Absolutely check it out. And we have some great trips coming up in November the 11th to 17th. We're going to be leaving from Fort Lauderdale with 4,000 naked swinger people on the Bliss Cruise.
2: Mm, that's going to be awesome. And in December, we'll be on the SDC Cuban Cruise, leaving out of Miami December 4 to 11.
1: And then next year, from May 18th to 23rd, we're going to be with SDC once again in Cancun for the Super Experience.
2: And, of course, you know, we'll be at not in Orleans next year, July 24 to 28, 2019. <laughs> For a wonderful convention. With
1: Tara and James and everybody else on our network.
2: Yes, for sure. And for more information about these trips or anything else, visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or send us an email at ask at Carolandavid.com. And remember, if you want a stronger, longer, and more intense orgasm like me, then you need your very own Womanizer. And we have some Womanizers to give away. Once you try this amazing device, you're going to wish you had discovered it sooner. Enter to win by sending us an email at ask at with Womanizer in the subject line.
1: Well, that's it for our show today. Taryn James, last words to you. Thank,
4: Thank you. Thank you, guys.
3: Thank you so much for having us. It was it's always a pleasure being on your show and you guys are doing such a great thing with providing all of this information to people. So thank you again.
4: Yes. Thank you you so much for having us on your show. It's been so much fun for us. um, You know, having this uh, avenue to be able to share all these things, and all these stories, you guys are, you guys are amazing people. And again, thank you so much.
1: Our pleasure and thank you for all the hard work and we're going to enjoy this sexual evolution journey all together and I guess we have to thank everybody out there for listening to our show as well.
2: And join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle talking about sex and sexuality and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy healthy and always horny.
1: Stay sexy everyone until next time.
5: Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget, throws of Passion. Waterproof pleasure blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at infosexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing, and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like.
0: Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.